0: This is GSAP Conversations from the Graduate School of Architecture, Planning, and Preservation at Columbia University in New York City. I'm Dean Amal Andraus. Thanks for listening. I'm A.L. Hu, a third-year MArch student at Columbia GSAP. I'm speaking with Lee Hu in advance of his lecture at the school on March 27th. Open Architecture was co-founded by Lee and his partner, Huang Wenjing, based in Beijing. The firm has just opened the Ocean Center at Tsinghua University, where they studied architecture. Um, and looking at some of your work, what strikes me as interesting is that you are really building architecture that's for the masses and in such a way that counters some of the really fast urbanization that's happening in China. Um, what What made you decide to um, design with that process in mind?
1: Architects work, looking back, is always kind of accidental, (laughs) what you get to work on, Mm -hmm. but I can't deny that I do believe that working on a building that has meaning for the public um, for me is more important Mm -hmm. um, to spend, you know, Time on because you know architecture is an exhausting profession, Mm -hmm. so as you you know you know you have to pick the battle, and 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 that's why I feel in um, the society in China, which is not unique really, um, if you look at globally today, where we are facing really a lot of crisis in humanity, Mm -hmm. you know, in human spirit, Um, I think architecture for me is is a tool that. it can send a message, you know, um, and, or it's expression of what I believe, you know, mm-hmm. was, you know, in a way, perhaps it's idealism that uh, we work towards too.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, in a way, it's like imagining how the future could be in light of all of these crises, exactly, and then designing yeah. that.
1: Right. Yeah.
0: Um, you worked in New York City for how long? For
1: ten years. Mm-hmm. Um, well, you know, I graduated from Rice, mm-hmm. and I worked briefly in Princeton. I moved to New York City, mm-hmm. and uh, mm-hmm. so I was with Stephen Hall Architect for mm-hmm. 10 years. Out of 10, 5 years, with the partner of the firm.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, do you find that your experience working in New York City changes or changed or influences the way that you design now?
1: absolutely and uh, not only but working in new york city you know i i've been telling people some don't believe i said i grew up in new york <laughs> <laughs> mentally although that i was over 20 years old but um you know for someone to develop mentally um i was lucky to develop that in new york city you know there's a certain there's a great energy and a spirit and you know the idea of that kind of sense of generosity you know sharing and I always think New York City is, is a great model for urbanity, mm-hmm. and um, and I'm lucky and happen to be there for the moment mm-hmm. um, from the late 90s, which was to me was a more exciting time. <laughs> yeah, it's, more, it's changed it, a little it, bit in, now. more authentic New York City. Yeah, yeah.
0: I know as someone who came to New York for grad school like in 2014, a lot of, I hear a lot of people say that, and I was just like, what was that like? It's <laughs> quite a quite different city now. Yeah, I can imagine. Um, so a lot of your projects are also about bringing nature back to urban spaces. Um, I, I'm wondering how, because in studio it can become kind of like a cliche or a trope of like, we're building trees on this or whatever. How do you incorporate nature into your projects in such a way that's more of like a human scale or something that doesn't seem as cliched?
1: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Well I, I I get what you mean you know you 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 see a lot of buildings uh, not just for students but also being built mm-hmm. that trees or nature are being used almost as a a decoration <laughs> of course becoming cliché and become a burden actually for maintenance mm-hmm. however nature for us is really part of the public space you know that's the is part of the public space that um and especially in in the place where the the environmental crisis is such, um, you know, it's a huge one. Mm. Um, so to me, it's, it's very natural to do that. And and plus, I love plants. <laughs> <laughs> if you come to our office in in Beijing, we are filled with plants. Yeah, you, know? <laughs> you have to love something before you do it. You mm-hmm. know? So you have to mm-hmm. understand um, how plants mm-hmm. works. And what do they want? I, I, I even have a who telling me, you know, I have friends in Taiwan who been telling me that you can talk to a plant,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know, plants have a spirit, it's a life, you know, it's, a, it's a form of life, mm-hmm. but, but whatever you do, don't take it as part of a decoration mm-hmm. or a skin or something or a message, simply a message, but it's really, it's, it's part of the kind of social life. Mm-hmm. Um, not so you have to do that very system. carefully, you know. Yeah. Where you put them, how to incorporate them, in, in which way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and to make... an intention. Yeah, to yeah. make, to, you know, they have, so, so they can live their life with your public life. Mm-hmm.
0: So it's almost like you're building a space for the plants, too. Well, it's a
1: coexistence.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, I'm also struck by the different scales of your project, um, because your firm came up with um, the HEX system, the modular mm-hmm. system, um Which I imagine can be deployed across like an entire landscape, and then you also have like skyscrapers. Do you find that you like working at one scale more than the other, or do you see one being more successful than the other?
1: um That's an interesting notion um what what that that is quite um different from about our practice than some other young practices mm-hmm. um, um, for me, scale makes no differences. And, um, and programming no difference and it's all part of this, this creation, a process of creation. Um, and I feel excited to work on different things at different scale. But you know, a city is a house, a house can be a city. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're also working on a house for the first time, <laughs> which is rare, right, right. because most Western architects start with a house, right. <laughs> so I finally got the chance to work on the house. <laughs> So that's very kind of funny. Um, but um, I, I do feel lucky to be able to be exposed to the challenge across different scale and, and the diversity of the nature of the project. You know, Lots of people ask us, so what do you guys uh, sp- uh, specialize in? <coughs> and that's the question I hate the most because, as <laughs> I said, not really anything, but we can do everything. Yeah, nothing but all of it. In <laughs> yeah. fact, I would like to work on something I haven't worked on. Mm-hmm. You know, I w- w- would love to work on the airport because mm-hmm. I'm in the airport so often that mm-hmm. I want to make a better airport. <laughs> right. you know, your The desire comes from your, uh, I guess, dissatisfaction of mm-hmm. things that yeah, you see. And your And you want to do something yeah. that's better. Yeah, that's all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah, that's a really interesting take on it because... You do hear a lot about like oh this architect specializes in this type of right. work which is one way to think about it but
1: that yeah well there's a there's a certainly advantage of being specialized in something because it makes work more efficient and mm-hmm. and you can uh, mm-hmm. you know become expertise but mm-hmm. um, um, i i like the kind of the fresh challenge of certain things that you know, it's like art, it's like all forms of art um, mm-hmm. in the end is one thing, mm-hmm. it's your expression, <laughs> right. it's all connected in the yeah. end. Yeah.
0: I was listening to some other interviews that you had done and you were talking about how your firm also does a lot of research in addition to like actual designing and construction. What are you guys researching right now, <laughs> if I may ask? <laughs> oh, Of
1: course, yeah. Well, research is a very important part of Open's work, and um, before, well, before my wife and I officially launched the practice into you know, building projects, we've we been spending 10 years or more on research, mm-hmm. urban research, you know, either design for the masses, the idea of mass customization, mm-hmm. and um, also largely on urban problems. Um, I think that um, that ten to fifteen years of research before the practice kind of get us prepared mm-hmm. to think about things coming from different angles, okay. and in the beginning beginning years of the practice where we're not so busy, mm-hmm. we spend really lots of time on um, making our projects of urban projects um, like. Rethink the, you know, the second ring road of Beijing, for instance, and thinking about the problem the wall being a division of the city. So we've been working on those kind of speculations um, projects. Um, for me, that's a really fun part, where you have the total freedom mm-hmm. and can make very idealistic work. Um, we're very busy now, however, we still continue the effort. Um, some of the effort move into teaching, as we're teaching in Tsinghua. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, also, at the time I was uh, running the Studio X, mm-hmm. um, I started a project called uh, Post-Bubble Urbanism. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, we're looking into um, the, the, pro- the, the problem of the city we inherited out of you know, the boom, instant cities people made in China. Um, and, and what are the challenges, and what are the problems, and what are the potentials, mm-hmm. to me, problems are the potential for the next creation. Mm-hmm. So, um, so that efforts are still continuing. Mm-hmm. Um, however, most of the time of the research we do now is being part of the project. Because you know, as I mentioned earlier, I like to take a new challenge, mm-hmm. do things we never done. Mm-hmm. And how do you get yourself ready for that? Mm-hmm. Your research, right? Exactly. <laughs> because it's, you know, every day you're facing unknowns. Mm-hmm. You, every day you, you know, every day like looking for answers Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so that's research yeah
0: yeah yeah. and you can't be an expert on everything (laughs) no no no
1: but you can become expert (laughs) yeah if you you work on it
0: yeah Um, so when you returned to China after working in New York City what was kind of the biggest difference that you saw between New York City and China
1: well China is a big concept and uh, Mm -hmm. the you know it varies from cities to cities and um, certainly it's very different from New York City and you cannot there are cities trying to copy New York City you know China is building several uh, new cities that and even in their propaganda trying to be the the, the New York City of the East for mm-hmm. instance mm-hmm. and fails all the time I don't think you can copy any cities um and the cities you know the difference is uh you know the vast differences that you can't even describe mm-hmm, mm-hmm. however i do start to see more and more similarities you know the the you know it's all about human beings mm-hmm. cities made for human beings working together living together and for instance beijing and new york despite uh, it looks very different um, but there's underlying similarities of the passion for culture you know um, although I think both cities are changing in a very different ways sometimes in a negative ways um,
0: and very quickly too <laughs> very
1: quickly too yeah. you know as, as a result of the, what do you call that commercialism <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. extreme commercialism and you know flow of international money but the past remain an inspiration you mm-hmm. know and, and the hope is there mm-hmm. that We can work on
0: it. (laughs) So, do you think that, like, the public spaces in your projects that have a lot of nature and are are places for people to interact, is that a way to counter, like, the rapid commercialization of cities?
1: I hope it does, um, in a way, bring people together and bring some kind of drama to your urban life. Mm -hmm. I love drama, movies, you know, that's very kind of hidden in our projects, mm-hmm. you know, so, so the project can create a kind of unexpected mm-hmm. um, drama mm-hmm. that make you happy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know. So I think there are ways that we, we can help to reinvent how we live together, mm-hmm. how we can share resources together, mm-hmm. and how we see nature, mm-hmm. how we see each other, mm-hmm. and how you see yourself.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially in these times, right? Exactly,
1: and these the, are the main things I'm going to talk about in the lecture tonight.
0: Yeah. yeah, we're looking forward to listening to that. <laughs> uh, thanks for talking to us today. It was very yeah. um, inspirational and enlightening. You can find more information about the school on our website at arc.columbia.edu.